0: You got any mlb storylines you want to talk about so one storyline is nestor cortez guy you could take a picture of him in black and white and tell me that he was from the 20s and i'd be like yeah of course
1: <laughs> i fully accept that
0: <laughs> yeah he he and babe ruth played together right
1: yeah yeah uh that's a good <laughs> that's a good that's a good comp i like that one our buddy lou played with lou lou nestor babe iron guys yeah um no i'm, I'm mostly my main mlb storyline is that i'm just enjoying baseball it's like i really feel like things are more more back to normal yeah yeah it is
0: yeah just players still hating the owners owners still hating the players
1: exactly like i said back to normal
0: so oh let's do this fantasy uh sure. number one tracker um sure number one batter manny machado
1: Feels good that feels good works And you know but okay uh do you believe this yes and to
0: to an extent like it is could he be a top 20 player sure i think that i don't think that being number one right now means that he's going to be the number one player at the end of the season but does mean that he's going to be in the contention for a top 20 spot so i believe that
1: so we take this as a good sign for manny machado right for sure yeah I mean, remarkable. You listed ADP 23. That's actually pretty amazing because, uh, you know, you were drafting him on upside, (laughs) obviously, at ADP 23.
0: Yeah, and you're assuming that that Padres lineup would be, like, set and good. Yeah, exactly. And And the Padres lineup
1: is distinctly not set. No,
0: no, 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 (laughs) no, no, no. no. Um, Yeah, so I I think it's a good thing. I I don't think that he's going to end up number one, but I think it's Mm – means a lot of the people that took him at 23 are going to get their money's worth yeah sort of like Ozzy albies last year where it was like i remember saying preseason i was like i'm really glad that i got him in tgfbi and it was like it, it ended up feeling a little bit higher than i wanted it but then he actually the roi was there yeah which was great so maybe the same with manny machado albies pitching too. wise pablo lopez ADP gonna, 118.
1: Yeah, I feel comfortable chalking this up to um, some small number statistics. Yeah, yeah. Number one? No. I what, The one thing that I do wish I knew from ADP 118 is what number pitcher that puts him in at. 30? Yeah, somewhere around there. Is yeah. it 30th pitcher off the board? I mean, that's a pretty big jump, right? 30 to 1.
0: <laughs> On the Marlins team? Good for Pablo. It's, 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 a, a lot of it is wins driven. He has four wins.
1: I wonder if this is going to be like a who's leading and wins tracker, oftentimes, for us on the on pitching side.
0: For most of the season, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Who
0: Who has an outsized number of Yeah. Uh, Joe. That was so. CBS says that Pablo is number one. Joe Musgrove is number one in um, Fantasy Pros. Similar. I mean, similar story though. I feel like I shit on Joe Musgrove preseason. I think we so. generally. Yay, I think
1: we've historically been out on Joe Musgrove.
0: I mean he throws like a no hitter and then the next day we're like mm, he's not going to do that again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and here he is. Number one. Yeah. Half number one.
0: We'll see how long that lasts. TGFBI check in. You moved up.
1: Yeah. You you, you coded these as negative but I, I did go from 452 to 449. Good for me. Yeah. For you. Well negative is positive. right? You. I mean, Big change culture. here. Big change here. That's like a, that's spots. a 15% change, 15% increase, decrease. Yeah. No, very good. pretty
0: good, pretty good week. Um, pretty, well, it was like Thursday it was a really good week. And then it just wheels came off somewhere.
1: I have again, continued to jettison my team. My team looks at very, very, very little like the team that I drafted <laughs> at this point.
0: Um, uh, you know, I, that's, but that's sort of like, that's good. Like my team, I've got a whole lot of guys and it's like, there's still some regression to the mean chance. And some of the guys this week did. Yeah. Willie Adamas is looking good, by the way.
1: Do not jinx Willie Adamas. He can't, I mean, first of all, he's on an insane home run pace. It's not going to happen. What are but you talking
0: about? That's going to continue.
1: For me, the problem is more that I, um, that I've got injuries. So I texted you about dropping Eddie Rosario. Pff, I mean, that's, that hurts you just right? have to but yeah but at this point there's nothing i can do he i cannot hold that roster spot for eddie rosario fantasy check-in we haven't done this in a little while we had two trailers dropped this week two trailers first one coming up soon obi-wan may 27th and then we had a house of dragon one drop august 21st you have to pick one of these to be more excited about which one is it i think i know House and dragon Whoa! That was actually not what I was expecting. Did you watch both of these? I haven't seen the, um, the Obi Wan one. Obi Wan one is better. First of all, they're billing it not as a TV show, but as a six-part limited series, which oh, makes me which makes, which makes me feel so much better than I felt before. It feels so British. I know. All right. Well, I'm glad some fantasy fantasy is coming back. Me too. Me too. It's about time. Been in a little bit of a drought.
0: Okay, you want to talk about ownership? I'd love to. I did not do anything with those players because it is what I was doing was like too taxing for me, apparently. Okay. <laughs> All right, ownership. Um last week, you had a little bit of a call to arms. You worked on you presented some really good work on the lineups and one of the things you said is it'd be great to mix this in with some ownership data so that we can highlight some of those guys. We don't want to be highlighting, oh, 99% owned guys. Like, go and pick them up. Yep, exactly. We want to be able to to highlight some of the guys like, oh, hey, you're batting second and you're 66% owned. Um, Maybe you should be more owned than that. So where are we going to go to?
1: We're going to go back to fa- scraping fantasy pros. I mean, the problem. the problem is ownership data is extremely fickle. Oh, it's, it's so hard. It's hard. I mean... CBS has it for CBS and Mm -hmm. fantasy pros has it for some aggregate and NFPC has it, but it, those numbers barely make sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's like nobody's, nobody's numbers make sense in a vacuum. You can only compare them amongst themselves. Right. So like there's a massive calibration exercise that has to take place anytime you want to use these Mm -hmm. because for whatever reason, every platform is wildly different.
0: Well, okay, but that, but that makes sense because NFBC is yeah, a sure. lot of these yeah. 15-team roto really deep yeah. roto teams. So, like an 80% owned guy is very different than a 12-team mixed head-to-head league.
1: I agree with that. No, no, no. I, I, I totally agree with that. But I, okay. So let's say even ESPN versus CBS. I'm consistently surprised. Those are pretty it's, similar games, and mm-hmm. the numbers are pretty different. Well yeah, and that's one of the things that's kinda of fun about fantasy pros is they have
0: they have their aggregate, they have mm-hmm. Yahoo and they have ESPN. So you get th- you get three numbers where yeah, you're looking at the nineties and it's all basically the same. And then you start looking guy to guy, there's some guys that you know down especially in the like seventies.
1: Yeah. Bro to bro. Yeah. It's oh. it's going through going through the big list. Yeah. I mean, I think to me the sweet spot is guys in the 70s sort of in any in any metric i find like whatever whatever league i kind of like looking in the 70s i'm like hmm, there's you know there's some general consensus but maybe something's a little maybe something's a little off with them yeah i have it in my head the little
0: mental model is like it's it's 66 to 74, if you can get those guys, if you can get the ones in that like little band, if you can get, get those right. <laughs> so over the last week, from the Fantasy Pros, they have a great, we um, call projections. They have the rest of the season projections, which has in it you know, their aggregate projections of what's gonna happen for the rest of the season. Included on that is roster percent. Now that, as when you look under the hood, uh, actually has three different numbers. It has roster, it has Yahoo, and it has ESP. So, well, it's not the most fun in scraping. It's it's easy enough. Now, so what I've done is I've taken we've we've done some scraping in Fantasy Pros before. So, repurpose that, put it together. It's in our now stat scraping Python script that I think anyone can grab if they want. Um, points to the url grabs the right table brings it down brings it back and then formats it always my favorite so it's not just a string I, you know we can actually uh we can actually play with that data and it's ready to use once it's out one input player type batters hitters which is of course different from has to be different from fantasy pro fantasy uh not fantasy pros fan graphs um, of course fan graphs yeah. of course why why would they be the same
1: why would they be the same
0: same but it works it um it works pretty well now there are two different things that i wanted to talk about um number one we really have to figure out the unique identifier for for baseball players now this is it's so tantalizingly close in fantasy pros but i cannot figure out how um how to grab it so for each player let me give you this um each player in Fantasy Pros has a unique identifier. So like Manny Machado is uh, player
1: 3778. Oh, I've dealt with this before. I I know exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> All
0: right. So we'll try to gra- grab that because ultimately when we do these curves, which we've done, I've done using CBS and it's fun and it's mm-hmm. great. Um, super What fun, ends up actually. being a limiting factor is, what's that? It's super fun. Um, what ends up being limiting factor is going through when players change teams. And because you have to kind of use that aggregation for to make it a unique, more uniquely identified players. Right. because so to, in right. lieu of having unique identifiers, having the player and team as the key ends up being more unique than just player. Right, and so that's helpful until you go through uh, trade season, and then all of a sudden you're like,
1: "Whoa, this guy came out of nowhere, didn't he?" And it's like, "Oh so no!" We, he just so went we have to, to figure out a way to store the data ourselves that makes that can help us smooth across that.
0: We have to store the data ourselves because we want to have the longitudinal data. Yes. So now that gets to the other point that I wanted to talk to you about is that we need to actually get this. Running, scraping. <laughs> we need to get uh, GitHub. What what is it? What is it called? Action, actions. GitHub GitHub actions. Do you have any experience with this? Yes. Okay. What is going to be the best way for us? Is it going to be like to put together like a little Jupiter notebook that that grabs the script as a function, grabs the functions from the scripts, and then does it every day.
1: It- I think it's just straight up scripts. We're going to have to make sure that it has the correct, uh, that it's pretty bare bones library backend. So we'll have to figure out what they're, and I assume they're running on Unix. So we'll actually have to, you'll have to boot up the Mac or I'll have to do it. (laughs) Listeners,
0: you didn't get to see that, that little, that just stare, no movement from me
1: well I, I realized over the course of that second what was gonna happen <laughs> like, uh-huh.
0: do I do I need to like grab my iPad and like try to have these
1: oh iPad could do it that'd be kind of fun
0: yeah okay you want me to hack together the script yeah because what we end up needing to do so to I'm I'm fully in the mode of taking the what what I had for CBS and then and we're gonna put it into this new paradigm which is using fantasy pros i'm going to translate over that script part of that script is to is to scrape down the rot the roster percents every week every day scrape those down and then append it to a csv that then you resave out so you import the csv add in a you just slap in a new column and then you save it back down and then all of a sudden you have 162 columns 163 columns or whatever what else do we need man that's beautiful that's beautiful and then you can grab it that's what it makes it a lot easier because for querying you just query out the query at the player then you have i love it (laughs) it's so silly but it works it works so well (laughs) but near the end and luckily because like you know you and i have worked on Medium data problems. We're mm. like doing this kind of yeah. thing is asinine, but like on this, you're like end
1: of the season. It's still a really small data. Yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean if if you can upload it easily to GitHub, it's a small data problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have re- I I've run into that problem recently. It's See, like, oh yeah, fuck. That's Can't what I'm saying. That. Yeah, when you finally try to upload your first file that's over 100 megabytes, and you're like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you mean you can't take a file that's more than 100 megabytes? <laughs> what is this?
0: It's like, is that really? Is that really 100 megabytes? Oh, darn. I know. <laughs>
1: well, I considered that to be, you know, medium data at best, but it's, it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that was fine. That was fine on my computer. Run locally. That's great. That's cool. That's what I'm saying. It is sort of amazing these days. You know, you have, like, with internet speeds are so fast, especially in the download. They're so fast. They don't really realize how big the files are, but yeah. then you're thinking and you're like, "Yeah, that was a one terabyte hard drive, and it filled up real fast, didn't it?"
1: I've been in I've been in that scenario <laughs> a few times. Like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a
0: file. Zip code Zip code to city data like across the whole country.
1: That's a lot of info. That's a lot of entries. That's a lot. I mean. Anyways, so this
0: is up. This is live. Um, so the next two action items are one. I'm gonna have to actually grab these unique identifiers and use them within the system. That's going to help everything. And then two is going to be figuring out Google actions. So one, why don't I try to put together the script to get the data into its little form that we're going to want it, want it for this year. And then you can play around with Google actions to get it in. GitHub actions. Yep. We'll do it. Google, GitHub, G words, what do you want? Yeah, probably should have have thought of that one.
1: All right, I think that about brings us to the review session. Julio Urias. Amazingly, he has seven seasons in the MLB. Data from seven seasons in the MLB. I don't know when that happened. Well, I mean, it happened because he came in at age 19, right? He did. He he pitched for the Dodgers when he was 19. Okay, so now at, at his current ripe old age of 25, 2022 season he's started he's pitched in six games 2-1 record 2.1 era 30 innings pitched kind of like that 23 strikeouts don't like that rate and a 1.10 whip he is off his career pace where he's got 450 strikeouts and 454 innings pitched so this is a weird time right now
0: that is that is surprising
1: you want to see what you want to hear what fantasy pros says
0: love to the rest of the season this is this is rest of season and whatever this is what they have in here rest of season 173.4 innings pitched 176 k's 14 wins 3.68 era
1: 1.14 whip and did i
0: say 14 wins
1: yeah that's uh, 14 wins pretty well i mean he had 20 wins last year 20 wins in 2021 i mean that's freaking crazy that's crazy. He pitched. pitched That's 100. how you can just nice. you
0: can just lose Max Scherzer, who you traded for to win your World, World Series. And then... Yeah.
1: So last year he's got one hundred and ninety-five Ks in one hundred and eighty-five innings. So I am going to assume that he's going to right the ship, that he's going to rectify his numbers right now. I mean, he's got a two-point-one ERA and a one-point-one WHIP, so you can't be upset with him. No, no, you can't be upset. But oh, yeah, I would I would say he's going to write that. But, I mean, 23 strikeouts on 30 innings, so there's got to be got to be some regression coming here.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he's – well, yeah. He, I was going to say he's a regression candidate, but I guess both. It's going to equal
1: out because the ERA and WHIP are going to go up and the K rate is – Everything's going to even up. out. So, so, last year, 2020 was the first year that he was a bona fide starter. Mm-hmm. So previous, previous to that, 2019, he pitches, he starts eight games, but he pitches in 37, you know, a lot yep. of relief. He starts, I mean, he started, I guess he started a bunch of games in 2016, but last year, 32 games appeared in 32 starts. So he's just straight-up starter. Same thing this year. Uh, that's good, right? That's what good. we. That's how we want him to be. That's what, how we want to see him being used in fantasy, especially yeah, from a fantasy perspective. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Age 25, so we got like five years of elite, elite, Yes, that would be the 25. assumption. I mean, if he if he's pretty close to last year, that's elite stuff. I mean, twenty wins is is incredible from a fantasy perspective. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you you get yeah. twenty wins from a single guy in TGFBI. You're like you're sitting quite you're gold. pretty. <laughs> you go wins, yeah. I can't. It doesn't even compute. Though they have they had a really short,
0: um, short hook for him with one eighty five innings in thirty one games. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, so he's... That's so he's not even,
0: it's under six.
1: Well, he's, he's only averaging five a game right now, right? 30 innings pitched in, six six starts. It's not like yeah. they're pulling him because he's blown up. He's got a 2.1 ERA. <laughs> yeah, it's just get, get through the first two, get through the order twice, and then you're out. Well, there are things to be worried about, or not worried about, but, like, he's not a power pitcher, right? His fast-fall velocity is sub-95 already. He's 25, and his fast-fall velocity is, like, Ninety-two, ninety-three. So, what is his? What is his primary, secondary pitch? It's a curve, and a pretty slow curve. I mean, big, big spin. Ninety-second percentile, but his curve average mile an hour eighty-one. I mean, the contrast is good, but it's not fast. <laughs> no, let's see. Is that was his strikeout pitch? I mean, I think he's. He, I mean, he mostly lives on fastballs and changeups, or like. Getting, I guess he's using his. I guess he's using his changeup as the strikeout pitch. I mean, he's got a low whiff, right? So he's not a whiff guy, right? But he had his, yeah, yeah. And then as we're seeing, he's not getting as many
0: strikeouts.
1: Okay. Well, but what's weird? What's K. weird is that if you oscillate between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, his chase rate in twenty twenty one is eighty nine percent. Fastball rate is you know fastball is not that different between those. Hmm. Yeah. So, wow, that's huge. So no I, one's chasing. I assume, I assume he's gonna get that back, unless he's a, unless he's a sticky stuff guy. But I don't think he is. No, well the chase rate shouldn't be. That's not what you'd see on the sticky stuff. So, uh, okay, maybe maybe I've talked myself into being a tiny bit concerned about what's going on here. Yeah, that's interesting looking at the two seasons. Like, I mean, so so everything hangs together in the sense of like, okay, well, here's why he has a lower strikeout rate. His chase rate's way down. So the question is, is there something that underlies his decreased chase rate that we should be wondering about or is that the thing that's going to bounce back and then his K's follow?
0: Right. I always see, you know, on the it's funny cuz on on like the
1: high conceptual model,
0: I always see this like, okay, someone has decided that they want to minimize balls in play and their whip goes down. And then because they've done that, they're not taking as many chances and they're not getting as many strikeouts. Mm-hmm. And I guess in this, we're not getting as many, not, not as much chase. Maybe the high fastballs or or some, one of his secondary pitches in a, in a place was getting hung. And in cutting that out, you're losing for every, the, like, every K, K, K. Go yeah yeah kind exactly, of, kind, exactly. Of, kind of thing you know so you know at the high, highest level i've seen that for as long as i've been watching baseball and then now we're in the like the we're really in the data and in the weeds and we're trying to explain it and maybe it is just this sort of like the, the control versus the um, versus the strikeouts yeah and it might just we we might end up seeing him revert to revert to form but he doesn't
1: have to right now. No, no. I. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I I don't know what to make of this yet. Um, I was more optimistic about him mostly because of his last season than than I am now after having this conversation and reviewing what he's been up to. Yeah, because who we're looking at right now could be
0: one. The next start could blow up, and then you'd be he he'd go from being like a top twenty pitcher to being. a in the 60s, right? Exactly. This is the same thing that you're looking at. And some of the guys who are number one, Pablo Lopez, he gets yeah. shelled next game and it would be, he'd be out the of we'll, there. Whereas, yeah, like, we, we'll never talk about him again
1: <laughs> this right.
0: season. Whereas, you know, Max Scherzer or Corbin Burns gets shelled their next outing. They're still getting Ks for days. So they're yeah. fine,
1: you know, in, in terms of the fantasy rank.
0: Yeah, I'm a little bit. Do you, do you want to put something in, in here? For K's,
1: yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, is he? I mean, it's sad because you can't even put down nine K's per nine as the line because it's obviously too high. <laughs> it's too much for him. yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, eight eight K's per nine feels too low. So eight point three <laughs> K's per nine. Eight K's per nine. What? He's not. He's not averaging eight K's per nine right now. <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, okay, but last year he did. Yeah, so last year he's nine. So, okay, let's set the line at 8.6 Ks per nine. I think he's going to get over that. Okay, I'll take the under. Are we doing
0: end of season or are we we saying from here on out? End of
1: season. It's so hard to compute from here on out. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, sure. End of season he'll be higher than 8.6. All right. Let's see how that goes. Who are we doing next? We're going to talk about Aaron Nola. Fuck him fuck that guy
0: <laughs> time for a little housekeeping be sure to subscribe to us on itunes and follow us on twitter fantasy tools mind the z thank you mild manor for letting us use your tunes be sure to follow them on soundcloud and facebook feel free to email us with questions or comments send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com again mind the z all i've got left is we're selecting,
1: buddy worst are luck to you too yeah.